This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. Let's talk the Washington Post and voter fraud. I'll have more in a minute, but first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new my slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you'll want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Recall 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, but of course, over there in the Washington Post, lefty columnist Greg Sargent is pushing the idea of perpetual voter fraud. He doesn't say it that way, of course. His headline was this, The Trump threat may soon get worse. Here's the -the under-the-radar reason for it. The Trump threat? What is that? What is the Trump threat? Sargent cites potential Democratic losses of governorships in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan in the 2022 election. His concern, and I'm quoting from him here, his concern is that GOP governors in those states will be able to dramatically ramp up the anti-Democratic tactics, unquote. Small d, Democratic, I might add. And what does that mean? He says, quote, most obviously, That will mean ramped-up voter suppression and other anti-majoritarian tactics. Indeed, as the Times notes, GOP lawmakers and candidates for governor in these places are pushing more such proposals, making these Democratic governors bulwarks against more deeply entrenched minority rule. But perhaps more important is what this means for future election subversion, he writes. In these states, Republicans are pushing various efforts to audit, quote-unquote, or quote-unquote, recount the 2020 voting, which should be seen, he says, as dry runs for manufacturing pretexts for subverting future outcomes, unquote. Now, you see how the game is played here? And Sargent is far from alone in playing it. In the world of the American left, election integrity equals voter suppression and subverting future outcomes. Or in other words, the move is on by the left to steal elections in perpetuity, with the support of the Washington Post. Let me recount again, but a handful of reasons why the Republicans in my own state of Pennsylvania have every reason to audit the 2020 vote, not to mention be concerned for elections in 2022 and 2024. In the 2016, 2015, 2012, Uh, 2014 and uh, 2008 and 1994, there were repeated examples of voter fraud, all seriously documented. Let me read a list. In 2020, a former Democratic judge of elections in Philadelphia was convicted for his role in accepting bribes to cast fraudulent ballots and certifying false voting results during the 2014, 2015, and 2016 primary elections in Philadelphia. And that's from a statement 
by the United States Attorney for Eastern Pennsylvania who got the indictment and conviction. That was in May. Two months later in July, the same U.S. attorney announced that former U.S. Congressman Democrat from Philadelphia, Michael Ozzie Myers, was indicted on, quote, multiple counts, including conspiring to violate voting rights by fraudulently stuffing the ballot boxes for specific Democratic candidates in the 2014, 15, and 16 Pennsylvania primary elections, bribery of an election official, falsification of records, voting more than once in federal elections, and obstruction of justice, unquote. The bribery charge, by the way, was about Myers paying the election judge to rig voting machines. In 2012, the Philadelphia Inquirer headlined this a few days after the Obama-Romney election. Quote, in 59 Philadelphia voting divisions, Mitt Romney got zero votes. And the Inquirer says, it's one thing for a Democratic presidential candidate to dominate a Democratic city like Philadelphia. But check out this head-spinning figure. In 59 voting divisions in the city, Mitt Romney received not one vote. Zero. Zilch. Unquote. Which is to say, this is, of course, a statistical impossibility without voter fraud. Then in, in 2008, there was this in October, in the middle of the Obama-McCain contest. Between March 23rd and October 1st, various groups, including ACORN, submitted over 252,595 registrations to the Philadelphia County Election Board. With, you ready for this, 57,435 rejected for faulty information. This is a quote from the uh, Republican chairman of the day, of the Pennsylvania Republican Party. Most of these registrations were submitted by ACORN and rejected due to fake Social Security numbers, incorrect dates of birth, clearly fraudulent signatures, addresses that do not exist, and duplicate registrations. In one case, a man was registered to vote more than 15 times since the primary election, unquote. Voter fraud is no longer just a Philadelphia problem, said the state GOP chair, Rob Gleason, and uh, he, he added that ACORN was targeting key counties across the state. Then there was this jewel of a voter fraud story from a 1994 special election for a Philadelphia seat in the Pennsylvania State Senate. The New York Times reported this, quote, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under a massive scheme by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November, a federal judge today took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. Judge Newcomer ruled that the Democratic campaign of William G. Stinson had stolen the election from Bruce S. Marks in North Philadelphia's 2nd Senatorial District through an elaborate fraud in which hundreds of residents were encouraged to vote by absentee ballot, even though they had no legal reason, like a physical disability or a scheduled trip outside the city, to do so. In other words, in Pennsylvania, voter fraud, which is genuine voter suppression, is as common in Pennsylvania as winter snow in Erie. And where is the recognition of this from the Washington Post and its columnist, Mr. Sargent? Nowhere to be found. Imagine that. You won't see a single reference to this sordid and repeated voter fraud in Pennsylvania by Sargent or the Post or anyone on the left. In other words, move along. Nothing to see here. Donald Trump is the problem. Right. The hard fact of the matter here is that under the guise of fighting voter suppression, Democrats and their media allies are really supporting voter suppression. 
as those Pennsylvania elections of 2016, 15, 14, 12, 08, and 1994 illustrate, not to mention those two indictments in 2020, voter fraud is a regular feature with Democrats in Pennsylvania. The real question now is how to stop it, and the Post's Greg Sargent illustrates the answer exactly. Elect Republican governors to go along with a Republican governor. The fact is that it is Democrats and their media allies who are comp- who are opposed to the integrity of elections, and as the record demonstrates, they repeatedly engage in voter fraud. Republican governors can put a stop to this, as particularly when they've got a Republican legislature. So it's no wonder that the Post and Mr. Sargent don't want election integrity because these shenanigans would have a stop put to them. It's time, way, way past time, to put a stop to this anti-democratic election subversion and demand serious reform to bring about real election integrity. This is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.